0: This is the American Dream, Dusted Roads, son of a plumber daddy, and you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special episode of the BCP. And guys, I know, I know, I know, I know, I always say this. The last couple of episodes, I've been saying this a lot, but this is long, 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 long overdue. I saw this guy over two years ago for the first time. He should have been here sooner, but right now ahead of Smiley's Wild Ride, February 26th, presented by Pro Wrestling Magic. Tickets are still available in Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. I'll be there doing all the backstage interviews. Shameless Promo, please welcome him to the show. He is a former House of Glory World Champion, a former GCW Extreme Champion, a former Pro Wrestling Magic Champion. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And a former Standalone Wrestling Light Heavyweight Champion, please welcome in our good friend
1: Smiley. Smiley, welcome in, bro. How are you? I'm good, sir. Thank you for having me. Dude,
0: no, thank you for making the time, man. I know you been very busy You probably done a million podcasts um but this was this was meant to be dude i remember seeing you i think for the first time at kid carter's birthday bash which i think was three november's ago almost two and a half years ago something like that man mm-hmm. um dude always a show stealer every time i see you man i i came into the business obviously as a fan seeing ray mysterio jump around the ring for me that's what brought me into it? I was never into like the big Haas fights and didn't really understand it until now. Obviously, I have more respect for that. But your innovation, it's not just the high flying stuff like it is. That's what I pop for. But it's always different. There's always an extra corkscrew. There's a, a bounce off the bottom rope. I got to see you warm up, pulling back the curtain a little bit with Rocket um, at Titan. And that was one of the coolest things to see was you two working together, just warming up that triple threat with you two and Nikos Rico. Shameless Promo, Mob5 TV, check that out. was fantastic, man. I saw you doing some crazy stuff that I don't know if you busted out in matches quite yet, man. What is your philosophy, man? I'm a huge fan.
1: I mean, I always try to keep it different and new. Um, growing up, like, once I kind of got into wrestling, um, my big my big inspirations really was people like The Amazing Red, who I've had the privilege of training under. Uh, people like Nova from ECW or Chris Canyon in WCW, and people like those who like every time you would watch a match, there's something new. It's not the cookie cutter five moves of doom that you see every time. You know, of course you got your bread and butter, you got your go-tos, but I like to bring something new and something different every time I'm in the ring, because to me that's what keeps it fresh and exciting and, you know, entertaining. You know, there's only so many times you can see, you know, five knuckle shuffle into FQ and stuff like that. You know, as much as granted, what am I talking about? He's out there making a whole lot more money than I am.
0: (laughs) Kind of, kind of breaking the mold a little bit, going against the grain. I I always like that. Like to me that, that really stands out, man. I remember, I think it was at NFW, at H2, I remember seeing you do, I think it might have been for the first time. And I've seen you bust this out more often than I like. It's almost like um, like a b- bottom or mid-rope springboard splash with a corkscrew, uh, yeah. which is really good. I've never seen anyone do that before. Uh, that's really cool. And I saw, I, I can edit this out if you want me to, but I saw you doing some stuff with Rocket warming up where, um, and again, if you don't want me to give this away, I can totally edit this out, but Um, if something with like your head off the bottom rope or something like you were just doing something really crazy, man. Um, Like, do you just go for it? Is there fear involved? Is there adrenaline? Like, how does that work?
1: It's just kind of playing around really. Like there's, there's no, you know, it's, it's, you take something that people love and make it different, you know, like the move you're talking about where I I do like a sideways springboard into a corkscrew. Like for me, everybody loves like uh, Andrade when he would do the, he would run into the ropes and he'd hang onto the ropes and the person would come charging, and then he drop down and the person fly out the ring. It's like, everyone got a kick out of that. So I took that and I added my own spin to it literally. You know? Yeah. So literally it's, it's nice. something along those lines where it's like, I'm going to take something you love, set it up. So you expect the thing you love, but then I'm going to show you a whole new side of that, that nobody else is going to do even though the rocket did steal my little corkscrew from the middle rope. He did put his own little spin on it with a delay, which is admirable, but still. Oh, uh, okay. All my damn shit.
0: The, hey but, man, good kid though. He's, he's got a bright future yeah. too. He, he,
1: he was a, he was a pleasure to work with. He, yeah. uh, he's one of those guys, like even before, you know, I knew I was going to have to go punch him in the face in a couple hours, <laughs> yeah. but still just seeing him backstage and talking and, and gelling, you know, I was able to get like a good grasp of him and I liked him even though I knew I was going to have to punch him in the face in a couple hours. Yeah. But
0: But seeing you guys were like, that was a treat, man. That was really good. And that match guys, again, check it out. on mob fight TV with Nico Saricos. And um, you were, you did win. I believe that match. Did you have the match with recon for the middleweight title or not
1: yet? I did not. Um, Okay. Unfortunately, when it came close to um, I wasn't able to get, a COVID test in time. Same. So I same. wasn't able to get to the show. I miss that so show, too. Same reason. Yep.
0: So you, so hopefully you're still number one. You know, we'll see how we'll see how it plays out, man. I'd like to see you back. Yeah. Uh, I tell you, and that would be amazing, man. Uh, but let's talk about pro wrestling magic right now. OK, um, because the show is literally named after you, man. That's got to be very, very cool. Uh, the new GM, uh, Shane Fair, shout to him doing a great job so far. Smiley's Wild Ride. When you saw this, man, what was your reaction?
1: I had no idea. Um, I, really? Nobody told me until the last show was over, and then I went upstairs to see to see some of my guys from Hog that were there to help out. And I was talking to them. They're like, "Oh, that's pretty cool. The next show's named after you." <laughs> and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" I had no idea. So as soon as I found that out, I instantly started hitting up Shane with uh, my demands because if this is named after me, I got some demands. I want, I want my boy. Ray Ramundo, I want him on commentary.
0: Love I do That's my guy. Just
1: add him in. I don't care. I want my people on the show. I want I want some of my hog boys on that show. Oh. Okay. I, I, I wanted Trixie doing ring announcing. I, I want oh. her to be I want her to announce all the people with the, the same mentality as us over there who are willing to do what it takes, bend the rules, and then Shane can keep announcing all the people that I want to play by the rules and be nice guys. Okay. But I'm thinking battling ring announcers would be dope for the show. This is my show. I should be, I should get my demands. Absolutely. I also demanded that I get to kick Shane Fair in the nuts five times in a row because Wait, he hasn't what? given me my title shot. Hold on a I'm, second. I'm sure Wait, because what? he's general, general manager. He ain't going to give me that that request. You know? I'm no. still owed a damn title shot. I should not have lost that damn title match.
0: Well, please don't hurt Shane. That's that's all I. Have. I mean, do what you got to oh, do. I, I stay out of the ring. But... Oh, I
1: got God. a bone to pick with Shane. And oh, he's going to learn. I should have crippled him when he stepped in the ring at, at that Rumble. Oh, I should have. No. no yeah. No. Oh, Look, I, I, I to... stay
0: out of that. I, I know my place. They, they lock me in a room downstairs and I, I mm. do the interviews. I stay out of the way. Shane's my guy. Smiley, obviously, I'm a fan, man. Please, please don't you know hurt my guy, Shane. Do, I mean, do what you got to do, man. That's that's not my world. But. With all with all due respect, man, this is your show. And I believe the match per Shane Fair is going to be uh, you and Elijah Eden taking on Bruno and a mystery opponent. That should be interesting versus prolific versus Hispanos Unidos. And I believe that is for the it's not for number one contender. It is for the titles, I believe. Yeah, it's for the belts
1: because MSP can't show up for a few few months. So they had to give up the belts. That's a fair so decision. I'm stuck in a tag team title match when I should be owed my world title match. Really? Okay. Again, okay. When I lost the lost the world title, Bruno cheated. I saw. He ripped my mask off. He cheated. When I beat Bruno, I beat him fair and square with a moonsault off the top rope. I didn't have to cheat. So, so somehow had- he got to keep the belt. Then he went. He got a boo boo. He had to go away for a little bit. Right.
0: Then Erica crowned you know the uh, heavyweight champion for magic erica had her run you never had a direct shot with erica
1: no regardless of how much time i had to run in the ring and whoop her ass too i do remember well, that that's right invite, where was my invite for that tournament for the title
0: that was, was right after that was like the second after she won it too you jumped in Is that, i'm trying to remember yes, if that it correct it's that same night wow
1: okay she has what rightfully rightfully
0: belongs to me Okay, I'll call it down the middle. I mean, I'm wearing the BCP hat. I'm not wearing any company hats right now. I will on Saturday. I'll be wearing that pro wrestling magic. You have a fair point. I mean, I'm not a fan of you jumping in and attacking Erica, but you did not get that number of contendership. I'll, I'll, I will speak with Shane. I don't have any pull, but we'll see how that plays out. But you do have a shot at those tag titles. Do you feel only that you should just be out of that match and be in the uh, heavyweight title match? We see that fatal Four Way coming up. Or do you see this as an opportunity to maybe get both? Are you happy to be at least part of this match? Do you feel like it's a consolation prize?
1: Oh, I'll take all the belts. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take them tag belts, and then I'll still go after my world title, which is rightfully mine. And then maybe I'll even go after the light heavyweight title, and maybe I'll go for that, too. I want them all. Wow.
0: You heard it here first, guys. Wow. I mean, obviously, we listed your resume, and that was just some of the belts that you've held, man. So many. Um, how long you been doing this for?
1: The this year will make nine years coming up.
0: Really? Good for you, man. That's awesome. Good for you. And I don't I'm trying to stay away from the cliche stuff, but like, was it was it like you know, you mentioned Amazing Red, um, but it was like the Mysterio? I'm trying to think. Like, did you come up watching as as like a fan, or was it like the high flyers that stood out to you, or how did that kind of work?
1: Uh what got me into it originally was um, the Legion of Doom.
0: Oh, so wow.
1: That one, that one got me into it. So that one started at my great grandmother's house. Me and my brother running around like maniacs. And as we ran by the living room, my uncles were sitting down watching wrestling. And as we sit, as we run by, here comes the Legion of Doom with Spike shoulder pads and face paint. And they were teaming with Ultimate Warrior against Demolition. Okay. So when you put a match like that together, any 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 six year old kid going to stop and watch. So, that's awesome. uh, that's very cool, man. Yeah, I think I was about six or seven. Yeah, um, gotcha. Somewhere. Else.
0: That's that's awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't want to like get cliche or anything, but what I mean, obviously, those guys weren't known for like the high flying stuff. Like, what made you right. gravitate? was it just because you were trained that way, or you you had an affinity for it? Like, how why that direction?
1: Um, I mean, my love for like the whole Lucha style and everything like that, actually, Lucha, yeah, it came not, not too long after learning about wrestling. Cause once I learned about wrestling, I got hooked on that, you know, a couple years down the road, I had a friend whose dad was actually a tape trader back when okay. that was a thing. Sure. You know, yeah. for them youngins that don't understand it, you know, when tape you trading. used to have to send out to somebody who recorded some wrestling on their VHS and you traded VHSs back and forth. Cause that's how you got to see wrestling back in the day. And he had this one video and all it said was Mexico. And then we popped that in. And I think it was the first match that showed up was one with mill masters. Okay. And like instantly hooked. And then the next one after that, if I remember correctly, it was, it was a match with uh, El Santo and blue demon. Wow. And then like, it was just like all these old school luchador matches and like i was hooked like instantly and uh i the the whole idea now that i i used to get in people's heads with the whole double mask was originally i got off of that that video that was I one of my questions
0: the, okay yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Well, in the video um there was a, a match with that uh mill mascaris where the guy went for the mask and he ripping at the mask he tears the mask off and he thinks he's got him and he turns around and he looks back down and he's got another mask on. And like, I just thought that was like the coolest thing ever. And it stuck with me.
0: It always, so gets, like a like it always gets a pop. It always gets a pop.
1: Always. So when I started wrestling, that, that one just kind of, you know, instantly came back to my head. And that was one of the first things I thought of, you know, to, to play those mind games and stuff like that.
0: That's brilliant, man. Yeah. And you're one step ahead of me. I was going to ask that, but um, like, I've always been a fan of of the mask characters. Like I mentioned, Ray earlier, um, Kane has always been one of my favorites, obviously not a high flyer or anything like that, but something about that, that like, you know, you put on the mask and just everything changes kind of a thing, man. Do you, do you feel that when you, when you don the mask, like do you go into a different mode?
1: Uh, I mean, there's a lot more confidence to it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Like, right. the,
1: there's something about like putting, putting on, putting on one of the masks that just kind of dones a little bit more confidence in me.
0: Yeah. Okay, so, good.
1: Definitely That's a cool. little bit there.
0: Uh, you mentioned Legion of doom. You mentioned ultimate warrior. Um, You mentioned the, the lucha stuff um, at world war animal, fl- former guest of the show. Uh, great, great interview. RIP, man. He was awesome. Um, Yeah. Just a trailblazer, man. Yeah, not only for wrestling, but tag wrestling. You know, a lot to say about that, man, but Uh, obviously known, like you said, for the shoulder pads, the face paint, all that kind of stuff, man. So obviously you also mentioned watching the Lucha stuff. Were you just like, obviously when I'm training, I'm going to wear a mask or were you like, did you work your way up to that? Or did you know like that was going to be your style and then the Lucha tradition and all that?
1: Um, as far as like doing like the, the high fly and high flying, we'll say that kind of stuff that just came from me as a younger kid like in my real my teen my teen years it was just it was one of them things where it's like i, I couldn't i wouldn't find a dare that i could turn down are you so like me? oh boy like like growing up there was always like oh, i bet you won't snowboard down this hill covered in rocks or whatever it's like well you show you so yeah. i just would go for it and then like just somehow it like ended up like oh i bet you can't do a backflip and I, i'm practiced for like days on end, trying to backflip onto a mattress on the ground and stuff like that until I could bang one out. And it was just kind of like that, that risk taker mentality, I guess. And I never got over it. That's <laughs> I guess, awesome. I guess Never really outgrew my risk taker mentality and it, it developed into my wrestling style, which is a bit more high risk in, yeah. in most cases than they probably should be for a fat kid from Maine
0: no man you're you're killing it man you're staying healthy that's the most important thing um curious what the first flip or moonsault or move was like um maybe it was outside of wrestling training because you said you would take every day or you're that kid who could just do a backflip on the blacktop or um what was like the first thing where you just you know threw your body in the air and did a corkscrew or flip or maybe it was a moonsault off the top what was the first one
1: you don't uh, remember do you <laughs> no wow See, I mean, that's, to I, me,
0: that would be a big deal yeah
1: i i mean i i remember going back to like a lot of stuff like we used to have trampolines in our our backyard okay. and stuff like that and jumping off like the the shed onto the trampoline and then me and my brothers would get a little a little brave and we would take because of course i'm like i mentioned i'm from maine originally so like a bit, bit more of that that redneck mentality out there sometimes. Okay. So we would take we'd take pallets that we would have in the backyard and we'd stack them up so they're nice and level with the trampoline, then we would jump off the pallets onto the trampoline. And then oh that got too boring. So then we would take tires and stack tires on top of each other and jump off of those until we realized that the tires were falling with us. So we were just about crippling each other. Oh boy. So we took we took the the straps off my my stepdad's tow truck. And we would strap down the tires. so now we got, like, this 10-foot tower of just pallets and tires. And we'd literally have to spring on the trampoline just to weasel, weasel our way onto the top of the tires. And then we would flip off of those onto the trampoline. So, like, uh, a lot of it probably comes back from, like, just playing around on trampoline stuff. And, like, we, w- we would watch, like... uh I, I guess they were like kind of like tricking videos or something like that or yeah, like yeah almost like breakdancing videos to kind of like see some weird flips like a like the J flip or something like that and we'd go out on the trampoline we try that and like the weird sideways corkscrew ones and that's why so like I, I, a lot of a lot of my stuff nowadays probably comes from that and then when I got to New York um I I would go a lot to uh like these parkour gyms Oh, cool. And They they would have like open open days or something like that or whatever. And then like we would go in there and just practice flips on those because like the floors were a bit kind of like spring loaded. So you could kind of get a good (laughs) twist off of those. And they had the foam pits so you could practice your rotations to get there. And then I took all of that. And then when I came to House of Glory, I brought all that with me. So like I kind of had all that in my back pocket. And then it was just you know, trial and error, like which flips could I pull off and which flips do I need to work on. And um I always I always credit uh Mark Quinn too. Oh like, yeah. Cause because if it if it wasn't for him being there at the same time as me and then him learning that I can do a flip and then he would do a, a bigger flip. You know, if he he was doing a shooting star press off the top rope, then I would spend like the next week trying to learn how to do the shooting star press off the top rope. And You know, I would do like a split like moonsault just to upset him because I knew he couldn't do (laughs) split like moonsaults. And like, I remember at one point like we were doing a show for uh, for GCW, okay, and it was like one of them like carnival shows, like it was like a a rock and derby, I think it was.
0: Okay, yeah. And
1: like, Dave DeMonto comes out and he looks at us. He goes, "Why don't you why don't you guys go play horse or something in the ring?" We're like, "What?" He goes. Hey, go out in the ring and see who can out flip the other one. Cool. Yeah, let's do that. And then like now we're realizing as we're flipping, people are starting to pay attention. He's like, this is why he sent us out here. So we could do all these tricks and we'll lure the fans in. And like yeah. people just started coming in to see us literally just try and like outdo one another. And like, you know, he would do, uh, you know, I would do a moonsault land on my feet. He would do a moonsault land on his feet. You know, That's he would awesome. do a standing shooting star and land on his feet. I would do a standing shooting star and land on one knee. I get the H and, you know, I would do split like moonsault and he would deny it because he knew he can't do it. And then he got <laughs> the eight. So, you know, we always like pushed each other like really bad. Like and like we just kind of grew together with that because like we were always trying to one up each other, but in a friendly way, like it was a friendly competition.
0: Dude, that's awesome. And, and no doubt, I'm all about the high flying stuff. No doubt. Obviously, you've worked with a lot of like, a lot of the big names in the industry, man. Uh, coming up, man, you mentioned Mark Quinn. Um, a lot of these guys we are seeing in A.W. now. Like, you know, we we have a lot of these indie guys over here. Um, we always try to buy the eight by tens everyone we have on the show. So hopefully I'll get an eight by ten from you on Saturday. But anytime anyone gets signed or gets the contract, we put them over on this side. And, I, you know, I look over, I see the Navarros, the Lady Frost, uh, Tasha. Uh, Bowen, Stat, uh, Layla, like so many, so many names, man. And um, it's really cool because, you know, we, we talk about forbidden doors and all that stuff all the time, but um there's there's like really these opportunities man where you can almost work anyone you want man in, in you know in certain companies. It's really cool for us as fans to see there is opportunity for y'all even during this pandemic like which to me is wild. I I've, I've never known so many people to succeed uh into a professional level other than other than wrestling and I'm not saying it's easy man but um you like House of Glory malachi was just there uh buddy murphy was just there man we have ec3 coming in on saturday shane lose promo get your tickets now um who do you want to work that you haven't worked yet
1: Oof. that's a loaded question because i know i always forget some people because like that list is so big
0: <laughs> would it be like another uh, high flyer or do you like the
1: contrasting styles Isles. or is it whatever i i love it all man like like i'm 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 not the kind of guy that like, I need one set style. Like I love it all. Um, you know, one guy I always shout out because I want to match with him in the worst way is Dean Allmark. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. Um, Uh, rings a bell. He's, he's based out of of the UK. Okay. He's been at this probably 15, 20 years at this point. Like, wow. The man's been doing it a while, but like, as far as technically goes, like, Uh, he's so technically sound and like he's creative and like he comes up with like ridiculous things and like we we struck up you know a friendship on social media because like i I, one of my buddies runs the account jim breaks armbar on uh instagram and he had posted a couple of of dino's uh moves and like transitions and stuff like that so i had hit up dino and i went hey man like I love your style and everything you're doing. I love what you, you, what you're coming up with and all this other stuff. And he hits me back up with, Hey man, it's great. You're talking to me. You just hit me up. Cause I was just telling my students about you the other day.
0: No kin.
1: That's why. And like he would tell his students about me and like what I was coming up with here in the States. That's and, uh, oddly enough, it's not like the first time that's happened too. like, uh, amazing red went over to England at one point point. he did a seminar. And, uh, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say who it was, so I'll keep the name on the download. But one of the wrestlers that was at the seminar, it was a big deal now, went to him and he's like, hey, I love what you guys have been doing over there at like House of Glory, this, that, and the other. How's Smiley doing? Because I really love the shit he's coming up with. And it's like- Nice. That's across the sea. Like, how do these people have any idea who I am? And it boggles my mind. So like, D- Dino's definitely one that I'll always say I want. Uh, One of the dream matches Which after I say this You'll probably catch on to Some of the similarities in my style But Delirious I love Delirious That would be great Delirious has always been like a dream match of mine And uh, one of my tag team partners And Mike Grassa, It's his dream match too So I'm fighting right now To try and get somebody to give us a tag match Oh, or nice. What could even be cooler Is if somebody was able to get All three of them. So let's say it's Frightmare, Hallowicked, and Delirious versus me, Grasa, and Elijah Eden. I like that. Someone book that. That that would be a real, real good time. Um, And hell, I'm not. I'm not even talking about a one-off. Like I'll, I'll wrestle those three anytime. I've wrestled. Matter of fact, I wrestled Frightmare the night I met Trixie.
0: No kidding. Okay.
1: Um, And I always joke around that it was fate. Because I wasn't supposed to be on the show. Uh, I was originally approached about the show and I turned it down because I was supposed to go to a high school reunion. Uh, I last minute decided not to do the high school reunion. Smart. Hit up the promoter. Uh, He said, hey, how convenient one of the guys I was supposed to wrestle, he just got injured. So he had to back out. So that spots yours if you want it. Nice. So It's kind of like that. Fate. uh, The twist of fate there. Yeah, and that put us in line with each other. Now, six, seven years later, well, you know, we're still running strong, and we got a little tyrant of our own running around the house. But uh, I've wrestled Frightmare a couple times. He's he's super fun to work with. Uh, Hollowick is probably one of my favorite people to wrestle. Uh, you want you want to talk about somebody with a a base for base for days? You know, there ain't nothing that man can't catch.
0: Oh, man, that's that sounds amazing. Somebody a lot of promoters watch the show. Guys, someone book this. Please make this happen. I'd love to see all that stuff happen, man. Uh, you mentioned obviously Elijah you mentioned Trixie, uh, you know, put them over. Tell us a little bit about kind of your crew. Um, I, I love working with you guys. Uh, we did a little nice little backstage interview not too long ago, man. Uh, you got you surround yourself with like really good people and, and then they're great in the business. Uh, tell us a little bit about
1: your crew. Absolutely. So. There's a a few of us come in different kind of different combinations. So there's me and Elijah. Uh, When we team up together, we team up as Project Mayhem. Um, We'll be actually debuting in Magic finally as a as a tag team this week. Nice. Uh, So that would be nice. Bring home some gold in our first time at Magic. I don't I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to say no to that one uh technically me and elijah are still number one contenders for the ppw tag team titles because we did win the gauntlet with ppw but unfortunately the day we were supposed to have our title shot uh the show was running a little wonky schedule and we showed up just barely so we missed the chance to get on the show we never had our title match so technically as of now i'm owed you're um, on no, a couple number one contenderships here. Please. Come on, let's go, guys. Come on. Uh, me and Elijah, we'll team up. Uh, Trixie's been with me for years now. Uh, I believe she's been with me seven years now. We debuted actually in Canada as a team. Uh, oh, nice. For Death, Death Proof Fight Club, which always give Death Proof some love because those guys were great to us. Uh, always took good care of us. We had... So much fun with that company. Uh, I know now they're doing a lot of like the no ring death match stuff, which I'm not opposed to I'll go to Canada and fight somebody in a, in a field or something like that. <laughs> beat them up with some chairs. I don't care. Uh, love those guys to death. They took good care of us out there. Uh, but yeah, we we've been all over me and her. Like, you know, we've worked from Maine to, you know, Connecticut, and New York. And we were, Obviously, Canada. I said for a couple different companies up there, we did Lucha Uh Again, love those guys. Um, Lucha, no. I thought I thought she did Lucha Demand. Uh, Lucha Demand is another one that we did up there. There's a lot of oh. wrestling, yeah. There's oh. so much wrestling, yeah. <laughs> I, I and I love Canada. I want to go oh, back. Yeah. Canada's Dude, so good.
0: Someone, someone make it happen, man. That that's right. Awesome.
1: Dude, um, yeah, alpha one alpha one's one of the companies I've always wanted to break into.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: Ethan pages company up in Canada. Yeah. I love that company. And like, I'm, I'm real close with Gregory iron.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. uh,
1: you know, He speaks very highly of it. You know, I love Greg. Uh,
0: that's awesome, man. Well, the opportunities there, man, it's so cool uh, to see you guys, you know, travel and get all these opportunities, form new tag teams, get these number one contenderships, man. And right now you got the show named after you. Um, I did want to ask this last one, man, you have I've seen you so many places in so many different forms or fashions over the years. I I know he'll smiley more from magic side of things but i always see how great you are with the kids uh you know the, the literal smiles you put on their faces and the pictures you take man that's my favorite thing about wrestling uh the stickers that you have man um i know a lot of people usually say they like being a heel better man pulling back the curtain a little bit what do you prefer for smiley face or heel
1: i mean i guess it depends like which personality wants to show up on those certain days because like I mean, I, I enjoy both. Like yeah. I can't, I mean, That's good. yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun that magic gets me so pissed off that I got to, you know, yeah. be the asshole. But yeah. at the same time, I love, I love having my moments and spending my time with the kids. Um, one, one of them, obviously from magic is Mikey, you know, again, always put Mikey over because I love that little boy to death. Um, some of my favorite memories is just running over and grabbing him by the wheelchair, looking at his mom going, I'm stealing your kid.
0: Yeah. And
1: <laughs> roll him in the ring. And then we just wrestle around during intermission, you know? And it, it's great because it's, it's not just like, he loves it to death and he gets the biggest smiles and like the greatest memories and stuff like that. But even the people around us, you know, like, like even the, the fans around us that like, you know, who normally would be like sitting on their cell phones or something like that during intermission, like they're more entertained by what we're doing in the ring than checking the sports, you know, scores or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and it's it's. I, I've developed so many like connections with so many different people. You know, there's Wyatt up in Connecticut who I showed up to his birthday party. Oh, know? did you like, really?
0: That's amazing. I
1: did. Like his his grandparents hit me up and they're like, "Hey, I know it's a long shot, but you know Wyatt's birthday's coming up. Would you mind coming up and like hanging out and going to his birthday?" I went absolutely. Like all right, cool. We got a refrigerator box, re- refrigerator box for you. I'm like all right, cool. Nice. So they stuck me in a refrigerator box and like had him unwrap me and. That's awesome. I was there and like we we had a little wrestling match in like a bounce house, which of Absolutely. course I, I lost because I lose every time. Um, <laughs> but then like uh, there's a uh, India and monster out in Massachusetts. You know, uh, years ago India's been doing karate for years, and like I remember. God, it must have been like seven, eight years ago now, probably about eight years ago now. She she got into nationals, I think it was. And uh, her dad was telling me, it's like, oh, we got to pay for the, you know nationals, this, that, and the other thing. And like, you know, it's expensive, but we're going to get it done. I went, oh, that's, that's great to hear. Like, she deserves that. So then during intermission, I told the promoter, I'm like, hey, can I do something tonight? You know, and I explained it to him, and he's like, yeah, of course. So I ran over and I grabbed India, and I threw her in the ring. And then me and her, like, auctioned off a, like a smiley doll. Oh, like awesome. I think I, I only had like a, like eight of them. Uh, I think my aunt made like these, they were kind of like Raggedy Ann dolls. Oh, that's awesome. So we just kind of like cleaned it up, like took all the clothes off of it, and like, then I painted them, like hand-painted each one of them. Oh, wow. And we auctioned off one of the, the dolls, and it got up to like $200 or something like that. Wow. I, if I remember correctly, it was, it was some crazy amount, and then like we handed, like literally they bought it, handed me the money and I turned right back around I handed it to her dad I went here this is for nationals Aww. you know I'm like moments like that like you know and I'm What's still like? in contact with them today you know I'll uh, never
0: forget that man that's yeah. that's what it's all about
1: I keep okay. telling India she got to teach me some of the karate moves so I can stop losing so much
0: Just no, stop hey guys and guys if you're listening right now come on smiley's here Consistent show stealer. Let's say we're owed a number one contender tag team championship. Uh, We're owed that middleweight over a Titan. I'll I'll get in some people's ear. I got you, bro. Uh, Magic. We're owed that. And come on, that number one contendership uh, for the heavyweight title over at Magic. Uh, so Smiley's got a lot to say here. Smiley, I appreciate you taking the time uh, more. So I appreciate you making time for the kids, man. That's what it's all about, man. You do a great job. Uh, but before we get out of here, we're all about the shameless, shameless promo here on the BCB. <laughs> Tell everyone where they can follow you on socials, get the merch, the eight by tens, all that good stuff.
1: Oh, uh, social medias, uh, Instagram and Instagram and Twitter are the same. It's at Smiley underscore Lucha. Um, facebook it's ernest price which is my therapist name over at the asylum uh nice it's under his name because apparently facebook won't accept smiley as my name so i got put under his name uh i do have a pro wrestling tease uh just goes search smiley i'm the guy with the big yellow mask it's pretty hard to miss yeah <laughs> uh, i also have another one it's a store frontier and it's under smiley's asylum there's some shirts over there. Those ones are nice because they also got like baby onesies and
0: nice. sweatshirts.
1: And there's a bunch of variety on that one, yeah. though. I got to update that store. Uh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Anybody, anybody looking for, you know, bringing a nut job luchador. I'm always available. I do singles. I do tag teams. I got, like I said, Elijah Eden, which is Project Mayhem. I got Mike Grasa. We team up as Fit to Be Tied. Uh, Trixie's Trixie's always a text away too. She's always down for a good show. We could do trios with me, Grasa, and Elijah. So we got Mm -hmm. options. We can fit anything you want on your card. I can do the high flying, flippy stuff, or I can get down and dirty and brawl with the best of them. So
0: it's true. Uh, Smiley. Very well said, dude. I look so forward to seeing you on Saturday. Again, guys, shameless promo pro wrestling magic presents Smiley's Wild Ride. February 26th, February, February. That's right. 26th this Saturday at Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. Tickets are still available. Smiley, dude. Thank you so much for taking the time. Continue success moving forward. Stay safe out there, my man. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me Anytime, it's been a bro.
0: I'll see you Saturday. And like we always say here on the BCP, everyone stay safe, stay positive. Take care of each other. We out. Peace.